Oh, hello. There we go. My mic wasn't on. Hello. Welcome back to Thursday nights here on Garbly Games North America. We are continuing our playthrough of Shadows of Atlantis, Actun Cthulhu. Uh, so thank you for joining us. We're going to uh, pick up where we left off in India. And uh, before we do that, though, and we do before we do the recap, we'll do the roundtable for everybody. Jeff, tell us about Pavel, please. Yes, yes, Pavel, Voracek, and Gregor. We are we are wandering druid. We travel the world, both the physical plane and the dreamlands. And Gregor is a very intelligent marmot who has unfortunately picked up some very questionable habits of late, including, well, smoking. Let's be honest. That's what it, that's what it is. It's it's this Henri fellow who's been very bad influence. But other than that, Pavel is, uh, is you know he's doing well. He misses Leo, his friend. Uh, but uh, you know uh, he's about to die, uh, I think. But uh, other than that, Pavel's doing great. Nice. How are the rest of you? <laughs> I forget what this talk about with Paul sometimes. I'm sorry. I just, like, I've been doing it so long. It's all good. Uh, Megan, tell us about Ruby, please. So I play Lute Lieutenant Ruby McKay. She hails from uh, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Um, uh, long story short, she followed the love of her life to England. He died tragically. She woke up in a hospital, uh, felt as though she ought to give back to the army that saved her. She became a nurse. And uh, she finds herself um, entranced uh, in the depths of India uh, with this bunch of scallywags. <laughs> scallywags. Scallywags. Uh, Aaron, I have Leopold on the overlay again. I apologize. But can you tell us about Captain Wolf, please? Yeah. So I'm, I'm Captain Ulrich Wolf. Listen, this weird-ass story started for me in 1933. My dad pulled some strings. I ended up in the U.S. Army Military Intelligence Detachment. So they sent me to Berlin to work under Ambassador Dodd as a liaison officer, which we all know means spy. And I thought that I was the best spy there was. I was the shadow. Around 1935 or so, I was tracking a shadowy organization, some offshoot of the Thule Society. Tracked him to the uh, Adlon Hotel there in Berlin. And we well, you know what? Turns out I'm not a good spy. I'm not a good spy at all. The Gestapo nabbed me. They interrogated me. And guess what? I broke because if the Gestapo is interrogating you, you break. I figured I'd be chewing on a bullet at that point. But no, they turned me over to that very society I was looking for. The Black Sun. They took me off to some castle in Bavaria and then through some weird ass portal to some other place that's all classified well the black sun they had plans for me but let's just put it this way their plans did not go the way they saw it i walked out of there with this sword and made my way back to great britain told my story well the u.s sent some pencil pusher named professor deadman over to talk to me and then they all decided that maybe i should just stay there in great britain Started working for Section D, and then, of course, Section M. And I was doing great. I was working with Badger's Commandos. We were punching Nazis and enjoying ourselves until I got yanked on this babysitting detail to watch out for some Atlantean scholar and his bloody rodent. So here I am. There you are. Black Sun. We haven't even encountered them yet. That's good stuff. Uh, Jonathan Morris, tell us about yourself, please. 
Yeah, I'm Sergeant Jonathan Morris, career soldier. I'm nowhere near as exciting as Captain Wolf there, but you know, I've done my duty. Reports of my death were slightly exaggerated. Some experimental procedures later, cool no shield. I'm apparently, you know, being babysat now, but I'm gonna be just a real little hellion, and I think it's gonna be fun. <laughs> oh, Sergeant, you're helping me babysit. The weird guy with the marmot. Right. Okay. Sometimes I hear the orders and good intentions, poor execution. <laughs> no worries, Sergeant. I will get you straightened out. All right. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, Henri has returned from the mysterious land of France. That nobody in the party knows of. Nope, doesn't exist. Uh, yes, Henri is the honorary baguette ninja of the party. Uh, the scout smoking, baguette eating, sometimes cheese and wine. Um, he joined the party in the mountains of the middle of nowhere. We're not really sure how he got there. Yes, we don't know. But we never discussed that. That's a tale for another day. That's a tale for another time jump back when he's even <laughs> younger traveling to Tibet. He was an infant traveling by himself with a carton of cigarettes through the mountains of Tibet. <laughs> a baguette and a cigarette. Yeah, on his baguette way and, to a cigarette Tibet. and a dream. That's. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be his uh, his his biog autobiography, Baguette Cigarette to Tibet. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this stuff just writes itself. Okay. So speaking of Tibet, that's where we left off or picked up, I should say. We picked up in Tibet. You had finished um, clearing out the uh, veiled monastery of evil blue rope monks. You made your way back to go see Serling Lama. Uh, he was waiting for you. He um, he had ready to shower you with gifts. The plane was prepared and ready to go and take off and head back towards India. He said his goodbyes. He gave everybody a prayer scarf. He gave Ruby a special statue that points towards wherever there's a paladion that you have not already claimed for your possession. Otherwise, it'd just be pointing it. Uh, Jonathan's back with a shield on his back. Um, you were told you can keep those little things around your neck with the, the eyeball-looking things. Uh, Dawa gave you all some tea, some dried yak jerky uh, for the trip. And Leopold was asked to stay behind to help with the training of Dawa and uh, to prepare for this, this battle against evil ahead. Uh, so he stayed behind. And um, the glowing orbs reappeared, picked you up, took you off into the sky. You were shrouded in fog. You couldn't see anything until you were just above uh, Delhi, where the fog disappeared. The red orbs flew away. The radios crackled. And army, uh, the army, the British army was waiting for you. You had disappeared for three months. Uh, not just, you know, a week like you had thought. Uh, you guys were brought in, contained. You were given a letter from Strang uh, upon your arrival. And you know that uh, Section M is now in full swing. It's now the Department of the Uncanny. And you guys were now in the thick of the secret war that was being uh, waged. And he has left. He's gone to the farm, as he said. He's as You interpret that as he's left London and he's gone uh, elsewhere to uh, further... Um, 
Section M in their in their their plans in the war, the secret occult war that's happening uh, that people aren't aware of. But you met uh, uh, an Englishman by the name of Lar- Lieutenant Arthur Tennyson. He is MI6. He is in India. You also met a, another um, gentleman, Lieutenant Subdiar Joshi, who is of the King's Commissioned Indian Army. And you also met Aaron's new character, Captain Ulrich Wolf. Um, who then basically proceeded to debrief you and to get to the bottom to see if you are who you really are because you guys had disappeared so long and there's so many strange things going on in this war. They needed to ensure that you weren't Nazi spies disguised as their agents. And after quite some time of questioning and debriefing upon debriefing of past adventures, they were satisfied that you are who you claim you are, though they were quite confused what happened to Leopold and where this Frenchman came from. They've decided to move on instead of asking more questions. Uh, you read Ehrlichman's journal. It spoke of um, the things you can expect to find here in India. It spoke of musical columns tuned to specific notes. It spoke of places of worship, painted murals. Um... What else? What else do they speak of? Remind me, Jeff. Did you take notes? I did. So it gave us some information about the Island of the Caves. Uh, I think it was Garaputi, the Island of the Caves. Yeah. Uh, I remember that. And Alora, I think, is the name of where we're going. Yeah. Either, I'm not sure if it's the place or the temple. Temple to Alora, maybe. Um, and I remember that. And then there was all this other stuff that we were getting, but I don't think that was from his notes. No, that was, that about was... like the Brides of Durga and whatnot. Yes. Too. So that came from uh, Tennyson and Lieutenant Joshi. They let you know the Brides of Durga and that they're this like radical, fanatical um, nationalist group that has popped up recently that they're quite concerned about. They had intercepted some news that they were going to go uh, and acquire some weapons or a weapon um, to the to the region where you guys are also heading. Um, you have information that it is an occult weapon based off of what Serling Lama let you know and the writings in Ehrlichman's books, uh, book. But they're more concerned that there's uh, munitions and weapons and is going to pose a threat to the people of India uh, more than some sort of supernatural sort of weapon. So they uh, mobilized and uh, you went along with them to go intercept and get to the bottom of this because you're headed to the same place. On the way there, you ran into some cows. You helped move the cows out of the road. You met an old man uh, who was familiar. Well, he was he was familiar with the necklaces. He specifically called out the necklaces you were wearing that helped you breathe underwater. And he gave you some hints of what maybe to expect. Uh, he let you know that you can call on some warriors for help. In this region, the blue, blue warriors, of, warriors the of the north. That's yep, the blue warriors of the north. Yep. He's saying there's he's saying the same tune as that dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Durga, yeah. Durga, the red mother, the red Asian mother's wives. Country. Yes, that's right. Beware of beware the spirits of ignorance and loss, and for lost. their touch is the mind's oblivion. If the red mother's wives and the wolves in sheep's clothing prove to be too much, call for the venerable blue warriors from the north. They will be listening. And um, that was another thing that uh, Serling Lama said: is if I, you know, if I don't recognize you when we meet again, 
Uh, please don't be offended. But this was not Sterling Lama. This is just another holy man who's aware of your mission. You guys arrived um, somewhat at the base of the mountain. When you got there, there were already some Blitz Opel Opel uh, Jeeps that were parked or trucks parked here. Um, so you know the Germans are ahead of you. Uh, and most likely, there may be the Sisters of Durga here as well, but you know for sure there are Nazis. Um somewhere in front of you you guys crossed some bridges you entered some caves and then you were faced within some caves you found almost like a um uh a temple uh, with a courtyard and Henri had snuck in there and looked around and there's statues of lam uh, not llamas of uh of elephants and other creatures in here and um he snuck back let you all know and then you all entered and these horrible creatures just appeared from out of the walls they're incorporeal, almost transparent, red. They have six arms, claws, big teeth, and we left off with them flying at you. I'll dig up the picture to remind you what they look like. Oh yeah, Megan wasn't here. So Megan, these things are flying at you. There's eight of them in total. Truly terrifying. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Good times, good times. I can also put it so people at home can see what it is that is flying at the players. There you go. You can see these horrible creatures made of red mist with ar many arms and sharp teeth. Uh, so let's pick up there. I can't remember who was all in there. I don't have a map for this. We're going to do Theater Mind for this part. Um, but we might as well just enter combat because these things are flying. Like I said, there's eight of them in total. You guys get to go first. What's your move? What's your move? There's like a clear... So there's like almost like a courtyard. There's a temple in the middle. There's walls all the way around the exterior of this. It's it's in a cave, so it's weird. There's walls, but it's a very high cave. Um, it's actually open air at the top. So like sunshine is shining down and into this, this, um, this part of the cave. There are statues scattered about this courtyard around the temple. There are also these cylindrical columns um six of them in total around the actual courtyard itself at various places and you also see that on one of the walls there is a statue there are two statues of bulls bulls b-u-l-l-s and they have balls b-a-l-l-s at their feet or at their hooves uh that look like the, these balls can be moved but this is what you're just taking in as as the carnage begins Laying the scene, laying it all out for you. Do we have that momentum there? Is that accurate? That I'm gonna say one less. You have three. Okay. If they're if they're coming at us and they very clearly look like some sort of crazy supernatural mythos like creature, <laughs> I think I would be more than happy to lead off and try to make one somewhat vulnerable. This is what you've so, been waiting for. I have been, and I have been, and I feel like it's not going to work. I feel like I'm going <laughs> to fail because I've been waiting for this for months, and it's probably just going to be the worst. Okay, so so Pavel will uh, – so I'll do a couple of things. So since you all are around me, this this could potentially freak you out. But I'm going to do my usual thing where my face kind of goes pale. Looks like my veins are starting to pop out, but let, instead of veins, they just sort of look like, like tree roots and branches that are kind of starting to glow, little sprouts of – of leaves start popping out 
and then he will draw like right in front of him with one of his hands uh this kind of strange kind of runic symbol and then with like a big like a big burst of wind just kind of blow it and it'll fly out towards the one uh like the one the creature that's kind of close that's to close to yeah they're flying around going in and out of stone yeah. statues and walls and all that so yeah the one that's nearest to you, that's fine this right. ah! as they're flying because i really want this to work i will burn a fortune uh just to get the crit because i don't want Henri to mm. think really bad of me too late uh, and then what do you mean I will, <laughs> worse i will burn a momentum to get an extra die too so i can see if i can pay this forward so i'm casting for the first time the Ogham sign so Ogham tapping into my weird who just bought a reroll uh pavel so melissa just bought you a reroll also uh, <laughs> I don't need it. Oh, give that I'm reroll to gonna, someone okay. else, Melissa. When he so, fails, they can have it. I already it. have two successes, and on top of that, I will take another two, two more. So it's a difficulty of three, so I get the momentum back. Okay, so then so the spell succeeds. Then I got to roll. It's I got to roll power, so it's five, six, seven. My brain. This is where I could hurt you all. Since all of you are <laughs> near me, as I'm tapping into mystical power. All right, so I got to roll seven. So this is going to be. So this is this is against them. So I'm rolling kind of the my spells against them. All is right. it against a specific step? Right. Oh, so okay. Oh, that, okay. That's not that's not bad at all. All right. So um, so what it does? Actually, I got two more. I have two more dice to roll. Uh, sorry. It's sorry. First time casting it. You've been waiting for this. Every time we face something, is it supernatural in nature? Is it supernatural in nature? No. No. It's men. Okay. So, the spell targets a single supernatural creature within within medium range, whatever's closest, whatever kind of qualifies. Yeah. Uh, it flicks power plus two stress, uh, power plus two stress dice, mental stress to the creature with a drain and piercing two effects, even if the creature is immune to mental attacks. Um, hmm. Rolled like crap damage though. I got four damage. Okay, so I got four damage and it's piercing two. Then you get six um, damage when you look at the other two dice too. Total of six. I get okay. six damage. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we take damage according to effects. Yeah. You, yeah. You get to, you get your, cur- oh! your mental courage and stuff. You get to subtract I... your courage though. Well, yeah. you are saying I'm courageous. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, my brain. <laughs> So even if the creature, Matt, is immune to mental attacks, it's not. They are no longer okay. So then, then they just take. Then, then that's the damage they take. Then, so if they were immune, what was it? Eight. Be something else. Six damage. Six total. And the effects don't do anything special. The effects that well, it, the effects are uh, piercing to in drain. Okay. So their maximum hit points go down by the number of effects. Mm-hmm. Or their stress that is not hit points. Mm. On fatigue. Okay. Very good. So six damage. Yeah, you, this thing uh, just kind of screams and then like fades into the temple wall and disappears, the one that you attacked. Now, did it take any, like mechanically, did it take any kind of injuries from that, from the spell? Did it, did it take that? It did. I don't... Hmm. It's weird because these guys can get injuries, but because they're incorporeal and things like that, I don't know. Technically, yes, well, they did. It would they be suffered mental, more than it, five it damage. Be, okay, so that, that basically one means that that so so 
Pavel will call out and we'll say like that weird sign he blew on them is kind of still lingering. That's the one you should attack because that one lose, lost its invulnerable, vulnerable special rule for the remainder of the, the, the mm. current scene. That's the one to target. So he'll turn to you all. He's got, he's like, that one. He's like, she's like straining because it's very, very painful. Like, attack the one right there. Do um, they have to roll anything to resist here seeing this? Uh, no, that that's just a straight up Kay. like nope, so it's just stuff. For just them. for the yeah. one, right? Though that you hit. Uh, what? Do you, I'm sorry, say that again. It only affects yeah. the one you hit. It only affects the oh, one okay. I hit. Yeah, it's a single target spell. There's no way for me to target others. Um, do you guys want to keep? Do you want to spend the two momentum and keep it near your side? Otherwise, all eight of mine will attack next. Oh, baby, hit us! Oh, baby, yeah, that, was, that that cost was just for me. Do you guys want to go or no? I I mean I don't think we can. Re we only have one guy to go for besides anybody has bane weapons. Well, well yeah, you so can you can attack all of them. It's just that one in particular, Jeff. Mm. So Captain Wolf. Captain Wolf's face grimaces as he grabs the the hilt of this sword and he pulls it out. And you see this black blade. It kind of shimmers a little bit. It looks like things are trying to push their way out of it. Uh, but he doesn't attack. He's he's standing. He's he's waiting. Because the beauty of melee attack is it's always opposed anyway, so they might as well come in and attack because I still get a roll. Okay, well, this sounds good. So there's enough to attack each of you once, and then I got extra attacks. So let's just go down the line here um, with the attacks. Sound good? Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, so I'll go in order of the overlay. So we'll go after Pavel first. It's going to fly at you and slash at you with its claws. I will spend some of my threat. And that's oh, a hit. Oh my. Mm. Okay. I have a feeling that Sorry, maybe... I, have a, I have a defense of 45, so I don't. Think... <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that checks. And six damage and two effects. So as drain, pierce one, snare, and stun. Ouch. That's a lot of Does okay. six yeah. damage do anything to you? <laughs> yeah, I have one. I, I'll, I'll use my reaction to yes. jump in front of him. <laughs> so six damage, I'm assuming, does nothing to you. It does not, but it is piercing two? Piercing one. Oh, piercing one. Oh, oh so close. So close, but no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it. Pavel's okay. Uh, next up is Ruby. One's going to fly over at you, Ruby, and it's going to do the same thing. Now, if, if Ruby has a melee weapon out, she can do an opposed roll against this. Oh, I have I have, uh, I have, have Pokey, of course. Pokey? It'd be hard to beat that, though. I thought Pokey was the gun. All right, I got three successes. You can try and counter this. It's the same. It's just a fighting attack, but you have, if you get more successes than it, then... You do damage to it instead of it doing damage to you. Mm -hmm. GM's rolling good tonight. It's just like a reaction. Yeah, no, it's, it's that's just how melee combat works. Close. No. Nope. Only got two. Okay. Let's do the damage again. It's gonna claw at you. Five damage. Eee. One effect. Negatory. Haha. <laughs> Nothing. No. What? Oh no! With piercing. Um, piercing no. one so yeah. ignores one resistance for each effect rolled so it only has one effect so it's going to ignore one point of armor you hit me one 
Okay. Four armor? Holy moly. Oh, and these guys, when they hit you, their claws actually cause mental stress rather than physical stress. So that goes up your courage versus armor? Yeah, it's courage instead of armor. Okay. So for your courage. Sorry, I, okay. I, I missed that. Pavel might survive pa after all. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Do you have high courage, Sergeant Morris? <laughs> I do, yeah. He does. Okay. Okay, so does that still hurt you with your courage? Yes. I took one. If For me, I, I have one point difference between the two. What is snare and stun? I mean, I know what stun is, but what's snare? Snare, the attacker Can't has or entangles and binds the target. The target cannot take any actions other than to try and break free. It requires a skill test. Um, I haven't used snare yet. So I can spend threat and I can grapple you. Oh, okay. So are you triggering the I'm effect, which effect you're using right now, or is all of them get applied for each? Typically, it's all mode? of them, right? Oh. Am I right, Aaron? Usually, yeah, it's, it's every effect. Typically, every all all effects. It is. Hit. It's every yeah. effect. Yeah. So that also has stun on it. Attacker hazard leaves the target momentarily unable to act. If a number of effects are rolled that equals or exceeds their resilience, I'm you all have one. You have more than one resilience, and I know you have more than two resilience. Um, Morris, so I know you guys are not stunned. Uh, next up. Next up is Mr. Morris. I'm going to I'm going to spend some threat on some extra dice against you. Woo! Ooh, you can roll to try and resist it though. Yeah. Okay, so that I just roll my own melee. Yeah. Yeah, you roll your melee. So, three successes. Okay. I will. So I will. We haven't had a lot of melee combat in yes. either of our times playing this. Haven't. Dang, that's. Oh change. my God! Oh. You resisted it. <laughs> so now what? You do your damage to it. It. Oh my God! Nice shield bash. I'm gonna say yeah. it flies at you screaming. Just bash it with your shield back. Man, that feels really good. Before it can phase out. I love it. My God, yeah. Morris. So did I earn a couple... Oh, yeah. Give yourself momentum. How much momentum did uh, I get I think it's one, because you needed three, right? Was your target, and you went one over? No, it's... It, the target number is one. Oh! But but the one who... Whoever gets the most is the winner of the encounter. Oh, so got have, you. Then, yeah, take... So I, I take your three momentum. Three momentum. momentum. You I'm guys are at max momentum. Let's add one to the pool, and I'll put two onto the damage. Oh, God! <laughs> My God! Wow, Jeremy! <laughs> Jeremy! But baned weapons Woo! don't do anything. Not baned stuff does nothing, or oh, does yeah. it half? I don't know. Um, no, you're hurting it. There's no okay. There's no rules that you can't hurt it, and bane no. weapons and all that. So, wow, twelve damage? <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Just. All right, so wow, 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 wow. Okay, you do a lot of damage. So you're gonna cause two injuries to this guy. Nice Ooh, with that. Nice. I'd love to just shield punch him, send him ass, and just cave in that center area. You blow its smoky body apart, and it loses four of its six arms. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> well, it suffered its mass. Like those old He-Man toys where they just pop off. 
No, okay. No, you're going to do... It'll only be one injury. Sorry, I'm redoing the math here. So one injury, but you do a lot of damage. Not enough to cause two injuries, because... Mm. Holy crap. Okay. Uh, it is screaming, and it looks very, very, very hurt and surprised at your retaliation. Uh, next one is on Henri. Whoa, you hit what? hard. <laughs> you hit hard. Holy crap. Henri is too busy uh, pulling out his baguette, measuring the size of his baguette versus the black sword he just saw. <laughs> I think mine's bigger. I think it is. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, just for that. I better hit you. Come on, man. Oh my oh, god, I'm rolling good tonight. Uh, Alright, I'm gonna use one momentum and roll three dice and see if I can. So I roll agility plus fighting. Or, right, Correct. Yeah. Fighting, agility, and then I can have my focus, my baguette. This is not meant to be a deadly encounter. Oh! Ooh. Close! Can I have a threat? Oh my god. I can spend fortune to reroll. Wait, what if I tie? Do I do I take damage or? You gotta beat whoever wins. Uh, if if it's a tie, neither neither de neither party does. Okay. Damage. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Because of your baguette foolery, I'm gonna spend a threat and I'm gonna grasp you, which is gonna cause snare. Which gain then I gain the snare effect, so it doesn't normally have the snare effect. Oh, I see. So I'm gonna spend threat to give this attack snare let's see if it even hurts you three damage and three effects so i'm sure the damage doesn't do anything to you it gets cursed uh, it though right does one okay so one point of damage that's got the piercing so this does have the snare effect so snare uh, the attacker hazard entangles and binds a target. The target cannot take any actions other than to try and break free. It requires a skill test with a difficulty equal to the number of effects rolled to break free. So three effects is the three three is the difficulty here. On your turn, mm. Henri, and I got three more. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Oh wait, there's five of you. Hey, yeah, nobody's attacked me yet. But didn't I? Oh no. Well, let me do that right now. I like how he rolls a d4 oh and a d6. God. I'm rolling really good tonight. Okay, I'm going to take right. a point of momentum Stop if that's it. okay uh, to uh, get an extra die. Yeah. Let's do. Go for it before I roll this damage. Okay. That's what. But my weapon has parry, so I get to re-roll one die. That is so, a success. So to tie. So we tie. So nothing happens. We we basically just clash blades. Let me give myself my threat back for adding the extra dice on there. So we'll attack. So there's five of you. Uh, the first one. Momentum back. First one's gonna attack Morris. The next one's gonna attack Ruby. And the one after that's gonna attack Ruby. All right. So Morris, Sergeant Morris, let's spend a die to try and hit you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my <God>. what? <laughs> Not even point even rolling really. <laughs> Uh, do, do, can you do you have not missed once? at all I haven't and most of them have been critical successes tonight for me do you only get to do the parry thing one time in the it's every, every time, it's, every time. It's, that's yeah, how melee combat works yeah. it's always I mean suggested. there's no reason not to try it yeah well you'd have to spend oh, yeah, yeah, momentum no. though can you get even... five successes like he has to spend momentum and it's like really low chance but I've got a 16 with the focus in it. And, a five. and remember, your shield has parry, so you automatically get to roll one die. 
re-roll one die if it fails. I don't know. I don't, Go for it. I don't know. That's that's five though. That's five successes. And you also might shrug it off because you're so tanky. Too. You know, maybe I shouldn't waste it. I should. I should tank. That's fair. Okay. Or do but, I mean, you get, always, you get to roll you it. Fine. You can still roll anyway, and you can yeah, always just spend it. one momentum to get a third dice, and maybe you'll just get crazy lucky. Yeah, just roll okay. it. That's my damage, and we're sticking with that. Okay. Oh. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I So six damage, piercing one. Uh, it has okay. two effects, so for each one rolled uh it's against your courage remember since it's against courage with piercing it does actually do something okay right, and it's one. not i'm two is not over your resilience i no, it's not that uh so what i rolled one against you and two against ruby didn't i yep yes okay and ruby coming double, after you next double ruby double ruby Two successes. Oh. So you're going to try and parry with your thumb knife? This is doable. Do it. No, not with my thumb knife. With 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 Pokey, like, the Bane weapon. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah your supernatural uh, dagger. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <gasps> All right. <laughs> I forgot you named it Pokey. Yeah, of course I am. I have a whole bunch of useless... Oh, my God. Three damage against your... um And one piercing against your courage. Oh, that's a... It's a negative? It's a negative. Okay, next attack. Two <laughs> critical successes. Do it. Oh, my God. Jesus! <laughs> you got this. You got this, Ruby. Come I'm on, on fire tonight with my dice. All right. Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> you had one job, Pokey. <laughs> uh, right? Wow. It's all good. I does crits know. give does it give more dice in the damage or no? No. But you can spend the momentum you gained. To right, do right. More. Yeah. That's the trade-off. You can use that momentum for a multitude of things. Wait, so roll damage, Matt. Okay. Is this it? Is this when I kill Ruby? Yep. Ooh. Could be. I just keep using the momentum I keep gaining against you guys. It's kind of great. Just yo-yoing back and forth. Oh, Nothing. you're fine. Nice. You're fine. You deserve that. I that, think was, that was. I a did. Trash talk. I did. All right, oh, yeah. that's it for my guys. Over to you. Um, two of them are very injured. The one that Pavel attacked and the one that you smacked back with your shield, Morris. The rest oh, are untouched. Captain Wolf will will swipe out at um, one that the one that Pavel. Um, injured. Oh, someone help me! I am grabbed and being sucked. <laughs> yeah, alive. and then there's there's one that's holding, holding Henri. In fact, we're that's still okay on with you round guys. one, right? Yeah, we are yeah. still in round one. Yeah, yeah they just oh, yeah, all I mean, win at once. Go, go for it. Yeah. And I will spend one point of momentum to get a third die. Oh yeah, oh. I guess. Oh, I've always been doing them like groups of guys, and because it's one group, I just did them all at once. Sorry about that, guys. It's okay. One, 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 one. I'll do that next round. Because we're facing to, groups of different guys. It gets right. to try to parry that. Uh, okay. Nope. Alright, thank god I hit. I mean, you get the two threat for the yep. complication, obviously. But Okay, so uh, we get two more momentum back and I'll roll damage. 
And I'm actually going to spend one of those momentum to get an extra damage die. Eleven yeah. damage, three effect, and the effects are drain and bane, obviously. Okay, so that is enough to kill the one that Pavel injured previously. So how do you kill this thing? So yeah, I think what what you guys see is you see this black sword blade go into this in incorporeal creature, and it start and the blade just moans with hunger, and you see this thing start to scream and start to get pulled into the blade. And this half-smile comes on, on Captain Wolf's face almost involuntarily as he pulls the blade back out. Very good. All right. Who's going next? Um, I mean, I'm last because I can't even do anything. So you can try and break free. I'll, um, I'll, uh, I'll go and help you, Henri. I'll take <gasps> my, <Pokey. laughs> my plethora of pokey things and come and so you're gonna stab the one that's ensnaring him, that's holding him. Oh, Mademoiselle, my savior! Oh, we'll, we'll see. This is mostly. Don't, do not stab me, please. Don't, please. So it's the creature that's ensnaring him. Yeah. Yes, it's like holding him with its six arms right now. Okay. That's something against French people. Hmm. Can it hold me and defend itself? No, that's why I'm not rolling a defense. Because I'm going to say if it tries to def like to swipe back at her, it's going to let go of you. So, uh, so two successes and three damage. Nothing. Go. You do not seem to harm it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm sorry. I, it's. It's my birthday today. So. Oh. I have some visitors coming down. Happy birthday, Megan. Why don't you say birthday. something? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Man. Happy birthday. I think I think Pavel should actually sing Happy Birthday to Megan as Pavel. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, or I just, Gregor. I just thought I would <laughs> getting like cupcakes and cake. Yeah, yeah, no problems, cake. no problems. Cake. Cake. Uh, who wants Boy. who wants to go next? Um, I'd like to keep punching my guy. That sounds fun. All right, go for it. The one that's really, really, really hurt? Yes. And this will be my first attack against him, so I'll use my they don't like it up ability. Right, because you get two attacks, right? No, I just get an extra dice the first time I okay. attack somebody yeah. up close. Thanks for reminding me. I forgot crap. about that. Oh, wow. Holy crap. Okay. Nice. Um, I, I will attempt to try and avoid that. No. Okay. Okay. So I generated four momentum? Yes. We, so that would take us up to six. It's our max, so two for damage? Yeah, I'll just I put two into one. damage. I'll put two into damage because it just feel, feels fun. It feels fun. It feels right. It feels and can't good. you use momentum to make another attack? You can to oh, take a second major action. Mm -hmm. no, you have to spend Minor a fortune action. point. Fortune for yeah. major. Fortune oh, for I major thought there was minor. a momentum one where you could hit somebody adjacent. You had that one where you could like hit two, like with one yeah. swing sort mm -hmm. of thing. A secondary target, an additional target within reach of your target, is also affected by the full effects of the attack. That's that's two momentum spins. That's post. I think that sounds like a good too. momentum. You spin. could do that. Do there, that. there, there, are, there are multiples within. All right. Within reach. So I'll do that. So I'm hitting a second person. 
I will say that's a better spend than damage, because this one is probably going to die. Okay. So how much does that take us down to on our momentum? That takes us back down to six? Yeah, yeah it takes us down. We're, 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 oh, no, four. We're, that, he had, no, he had extra, mo he had two extra momentum. Mm, so he's spending an extra that. two. Yeah, we'll take so us down six. to six. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Do you mind if I take us down to like five, maybe? Do it. Yeah, man, do it. Okay. Whatever you want to do. We'll do that. Because we're hitting two people. At that it's point, your I'm world. We're just two. living in it, man. At that point, <laughs> I'm going to spend two. I'll take us down to four since I'm hitting two people with it. Yeah. Oh, oh boo. Ooh. What a garbage roll. So that is enough to kill the one that you injured first time around. That is enough. How do okay. you kill that one? I mean... I don't really understand how this works. I just know he's kind of dissipating, so I just do my best to like push him to the ground. Yeah, and just I push the shield into him, knowing there's, there's something special about the shield. So I just smush it into his face until he dissipates and doesn't reform. Right, screaming, clawing up at you as you're pushing down the shield, and you just push him into the ground, and just poof, this like red dust just kind of appears or mist. Then I turn uh, around and kind of backhanded swipe at another. Yeah, one. and you hurt him, but you don't injure him or anything. But it does it does seem to hurt the one behind you. Uh that just leaves Henri, yeah. Yes, and I guess I have to do what was it? Uh, three. It was like it's three. Strength? Yes. Okay. The difficulty is three. So this is athletic sprawn? Yes. Correct? Correct. I'm gonna spin a momentum, get third die. Mm-hmm. Athletics brawn, we say. Three or more. You got this. <gasps> oh! Ah! Get off my baguette. Ben bars lift gates. Nice. Yeah, no one knew it, but he's somehow really strong. So you broke free. And I guess I could move, right? You can move. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go towards the bulls with the balls the bulls Andre's with the balls gonna, it's like a, it's a relief in there. the wall so like there's a carving of these bulls and they're kind of like um like pushed out a yeah, relief Andre doesn't feel the like balls are set into the wall and they look like they can move but there's like a lock on them the mech, you, and you're not sure just looking at them how the, you can move them from their current position elsewhere yeah, he's gonna try that next turn okay uh so that's top of the turn order so you guys go first uh, I think Pavel will go again, give another target for those who need it. I'll do the same thing I did this time. There's uh, five remaining. Time. Yep. Um, whichever one's kind of most is closest to me, you know, within range, medium range, etc. So I've been, I'm going to say fortune. all of them are within medium range. Uh, there is Perfect. one that's been hurt so far by Morris. Otherwise, the others are unscathed. I'll probably target a different one then. One that's Kay. not so, something like that. So that Sounds good. Wolf and Ruby have, an, have a target. Uh, and then I'll spend another momentum as well on the cast. I'll tap into my weird once more. Uh, and then, sorry, correctly this time. Insight, focus. Okay, so that's Ooh. a total of six successes. We're uh, all rolling need, really good tonight. I just want to say. Need, mm -hmm. need three, so it's going to generate uh, five momentum. I will burn a couple momentum now to what's the intense effect mm. that was extra damage for each effect rolled 
if the attack afflicts an injury, inflicts an injury, and uh, an effect is rolled, the attack inflicts an additional injury. Whoa! Ooh, so I'm gonna burn. That is actually really good if you roll high damage. I'm gonna burn two momentum to give this the intense effect, uh, and then I will roll. I will roll. Let's see, power plus two, so seven plus two. So I roll nine, rolling nine. Uh, Nine dice. Says, the same thing happens. Yeah. So like again, he he never like he never kind of went back to his normal look. Mm -hmm. He's just sort of mm -hmm. looking more and more dehydrated, more and more drained. And then, all right. So this is I'm just using this to to roll the amount of right around a dice. Okay. Shit, I'm glad I'm not near Five. you. Five effects. effects. Whoa! 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 Yeah. Whoa! Whoa! Um. You're gonna kill okay, this thing so, off injuries alone. So how, how do you how do you kill this thing? What does this look like with your spell? So actually, there, it actually explains. So if the creature is defeated, it's it literally just vanishes. So I will just once more I will like draw the sign, and then because he's got the power of the elements, the wind, he'll kind of he'll he'll blow that kind of weird ruined like it's kind of it's a rune but roots through the air. And when this big gust of wind just like washes over, it just disintegrates him and just sort of turns the this kind of flying creature into sort of this this big rush of wind that's huge man that's so what's huge what's the a range on your weird effect like does that affect all of us uh it should be let me pull it up uh, i ran away so... please no my brain <laughs> i have heard of my eye behind baguette <laughs> anybody within close range Woo! okay that's all of you so... i mean my baguette goes pretty wouldn't far, be honry honry would have ran oh yeah honry took ran. off so everybody yeah. else I mean, definitely, Oops. I would say Wolf so and that, Morris. They so that's five it. points of piercing. Mm -hmm. That's just <laughs> five sort of straight damage. Courage. But it's only am, one. Uh, you, only yeah. point, you take a point of damage for each effect, right? Yeah, it's it's only for effect. Okay. Not for the, okay. Ignore the damage part. It's just the effects part. One point of damage for each effect. So five effects, so, five damage. With five piercing. Five damage, but it's five, five piercing, piercing, so it reduces it, your courage. Actually, it's not. Five. It's not piercing. It's just That's one right. mental stress. Like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm oh, just okay. rolling. I'm just doing that to get the power dice. So, like, weird is one mental stress for each effect you roll. That's oh. it. There's no extra piercing. Is anybody oh, taking five straight damage. five damage, or does your is your courage eating my, it? My courage is six. Man, y'all are courageous. Because if anybody takes five <laughs> damage, that's going to cause an injury. An injury. Mental injury. <laughs> From Pavel. Then you guys all have courage, me, right? That, my that, cost. Yeah. that helps eating that. Ruby, you have courage? I do not. So, what? So, like, so here's the thing. So the last bit, um, so the last dude, um, like, wiped out. The courage goes away, right? Like, that's no, like, no, 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 it remains. So that's like no. your mental armor. Oh, well, never mind then. I'm good. So how much courage do you have? I only have two. Okay, so you but you're three. not so you're not taking five damage. Okay, good, good, good. Because you took five damage and caused an injury. That's why I was curious. But yeah, your courage remains. It's like your mental ar armor, your for your mental fortitude mm -hmm. uh, against these things. So it won't go away. Excellent. So I'm good. You're good. Okay. Uh, do I you guys want to? I took some more fatigue again because uh, of the piercing effect of this, but I'm still hanging in. You so killed I'm just one though. Tireder and tireder. The, yeah, just one shot. I'll just tell you, the double injury did it. The double injury killed it. So it wasn't enough damage to kill one, mm -hmm. but because you caused one injury and got an additional one, that was huge. Yeah, I, I generated so much, so huge. much threat. I'm like, or so much momentum. I'm like, I'm gonna try this whole intense mm -hmm. thing. I might be able to kill it. Yeah. Nice. Well played. Wow, that was that was awesome.
Um, we haven't seen that before. That's why I'm so surprised, shocked. Mm-hmm. This is really cool to see. Uh, you guys want to keep it in your court? I've got th- four left, and I'll do nah. one one for one. So you, I'll do one. You guys do one, like we normally bring it. Okay. Uh, one of them is going to attack Pavel, who's just killed one of them. He's wheezing too. <laughs> All right. Two successes. I don't have any melee weapons on me, so I mean, like, <laughs> I, I would, I wouldn't have one out, uh, and all my, and I have to spend minor actions to prep my spells anyway. Yep. So there's so five mental damage. I'm does that that doesn't even go through your courage, does is it? There's any piercing? Is there any piercing? It's piercing one. So piercing one uh, for each effect roll. So two, it ignores two points of courage. So it would do. So then that means I would have four courage. I would take one. Okay, one point of mental damage yeah, I have to six you then. Courage, so. I'll uh, still react and block it. <laughs> wow! Okay, who's nice guy? Are you? Are you it's, really? It's my job. I mean, to be fair, Captain Wolf made it very clear what a job here is. Doing my job. Orders also, are clear, I, Sergeant. Way to way to take the hit. I, I, like, get, I like Pavel. You still get a resistant. I mean, you can you can counter it with your shield. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you get to roll back if you're. Oh, it's only two successes. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Oh. Or oh, think. I know. How does the resist work? Is that I you think just take the damage? Su- no, the talent is just, um, I take the hit for them. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah, you would just have your armor or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Courage. But this doesn't even do anything to you, does it? Mm, no. <laughs> no. All right, who's going next? You guys are still form- form- formidable. I mean... I- it mess with the bulls, or y'all can... Hey, should- can I go? Do you mind? Yeah. It's your Absolutely. birthday. Do it. Go for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna run and help um Henri. Nice. Um yeah, I'm gonna assist him in whatever he's gonna do. I'll tell you what, go ahead and make me a reason. Hmm. Hmm. Reason we'll do engineering or <laughs> sorry. <laughs> or <laughs> I thought off... this was a ball to the Mouth. engineering <laughs> and it'll be architecture or <laughs> insight huh uh, just hear me out insight observation and it'll be uh sight but it'll be a difficulty one if you do engineering it'll be difficulty two with the observation and eh? reason engineering was the first option yeah mm-hmm. and reason observation specifically okay, sight if- and the other one was architecture. Right. Architecture. Architecture. Well, yeah, I'm sure people have focuses on that. Um, is she helping me or is she rolling? No, it's just, this is her turn, so she can roll. Okay. Like, she yeah. moved for her minor action, her major action. I'm going to let her observe and figure, take a look at this, what what she, the two of you are facing. So, sorry, you said obser- observation and insight? Yes. Or reason engineering. No engineering. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You are. You look at it. And you're like, I don't. Yeah. You're like, there's more to this, but I, I can't. I can't determine what it is right now. As like a red flying demon creature, like rah, flies past you and claws at your your hair as it wheezes by. Uh, all right. It'll be that creature's turn, and it's going to attack you. I was running away from this, by the way. Oh, Ooh. shit. I hit you, give us some momentum? but I'm going to give you two momentum, but I hit you. How the turntables. <laughs> Here comes the thumb knife. Oh, wait. 
Oh yeah, you get yep. to yeah try to um. Yes. Oh, tied. 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 No damage. No damage. All right. So it's it screams at you. And you 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 hold out your silver bane uh, dagger, and it just kind of you hold it back at bay. Uh, who wants to go next? So uh, Captain you guys Wolf. Go? Yeah. Captain Wolf will lunge forward at one of these guys. There is one that's taken some damage so far. Otherwise, um, the rest are. Unharmed. He'll go after one that's unharmed just okay. to try it out. Like sure. one that hasn't taken an action yet. Right down a little bit. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, yeah. One that hasn't moved yet this turn. Um, and I will enact that they don't uh, like it up them, just like uh, uh, Sergeant Morris to get that first bonus die. And I'll spend one momentum to get an extra die. Yes. So, so kind to give you momentum. It was. It was very kind of you. Birthday present for Megan. That's right. Megan deserves it. Ooh, it's the least I can nice. do. Nice. And I will re-roll that one die for parrying. And get four successes. All right, I'll, I'll roll. Okay. It goes okay, through. So, so we'll go back up to six, and I will use the other three successes on damage. Let's roll high. Mm. Eight damage, four drain. One fatigue for each. Okay. Sounds good. So eight damage is going to cause... Not cause an injury because of their Ooh. armor. Oh, oh. Will not cause an injury. That makes me unhappy, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back to them. Unless you guys want to keep it. I have two left to attack. Um, the one that you just attacked is going to claw back at you. I like it. And I will spend one point of momentum to get a third die on that. Chances are very good. <laughs> wow! Oh. Alright, you parry oh. it! Oh. With your okay, so sword? Back it to six, and, and he takes, is... takes damage. Oh again. yeah, that's right, you take damage. This is the one you just hurt, so let's see if you can uh, do better. Ooh! Okay. Seven damage, five effects, so five drain. Wow, you're gonna get him just like by getting rid of his hit points, his max hit mm. points. Uh, okay, very good. Still alive, and it's back to you guys. Go ahead, Morris. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'll so you have trying to... two that have been hurt so far, and two mm -hmm. that are unharmed. I'll go for one that's hurt. And you have max momentum, so if you want to swing and hit two, you can. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Why not? So, since this will be a new target, I'll use the don't like it up them. Holy man. I will try to resist. Nope. Okay, cool. And since we're hitting a couple people, I'll spend two momentum in the hopes of uh, getting a better result here. Gosh, man, I got that one really good damage roll. But it usually comes up pretty dry on my shield brashes. Except for that first one. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you hit Destroy. the one that was really injured. I uh, you were attacking that one, right? Mm-hmm. That one takes some more damage. It's still alive, and you hit another one that is not hurt so far. And then my last one gets to attack, and it's going to attack you back because you just hit Yay. him. Because you just hit him. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't you hit him again? Go ahead and roll your parry. Uh, or your... Uh... Oh, my God. Uh, why don't you spend that momentum on me? <laughs> I think I will. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Yikes. Okay. So, sure. Yeah, I'll spend some momentum. Just put it straight into the damage. Why not? Oh my god. Man, just garbage rolls. So that does that not one. do any damage whatsoever to it, but you did thwart its attack. Uh, who's left on your side to go? Is it just Henri? Yeah. Okay. Remember the rolls I told you? Oh, yes. Henri is going to remember his Engineer? wax on, wax off. <laughs> engineering background? bull mouth. Knees <sighs> into engineering. All right, Baldable. I'm gonna Let's spend the momentum. Baldable. My chances are real high. Just like, because you know. <laughs> I only need one success for engineering. Yeah, right? that's it. Fuck yeah, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're looking at these balls, and there's some sort of locking mechanism. They can roll. They are they are balls that are set into the wall, um, but there's some sort of locking mechanism that's stopping them, and it looks like there's different. Um, slots below that they can fall in and some sort of mechanism can activate where they fall and looking at this it looks like it somehow ties back to these these pillars or columns um, that are set up around this enclosure and looking at these columns they almost have like indents in them uh, throughout and they appear to be hollow like maybe if you struck them they played a, a tune almost a a song. And if you played maybe the right notes of the song in order, the ball would go into the right place and maybe something would happen. Is that my whole turn? That's your whole... You can move. Okay, I will move to one of the statues you, with baguette ready to I was going to say, you're going to ready to hit it with one of these columns with yes. a baguette? Bong. <laughs> I have found the secret sauce. If So, with one success, you don't you can't determine, like, the order. There's definitely going to be an order to these. Um, if you'd received more than one success, you would have had a little bit more insight. But you know that this this locking mechanism is tied to these columns somehow, some way. And they will release these balls at the bulls. And that's it. Top of the turnover. Who wants to go next? There's one, two, three, four of them left. And one of them is really hurt. Uh, has it been clear that they're getting harmed or like that they're being harmed by mundane weapons does it look they like? are being harmed by mundane weapons okay. yes they seem to 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 um become like whole as they slash okay. out to attack you guys and like the the shields and the swords and everything else are hurting them okay um pavel pavel will go if that's okay i don't think i'm gonna do the same thing i've done before that's draining but i will do something else uh, are they all within like medium range of pavel? yeah they're all within close range all right, so Pavel still kind of looking extraordinarily pale, still sprouts of, like, you know, plants and stuff kind of coming out of him, and he's still coughing like he hasn't had a drink in 10 years. Uh, he will, uh, he will, once again, he will get very ugly and very scary, and he will kind of start humming very low, 
and then soon you'll see this like root horn begin to kind of grow out of the earth and just this and all like kind of radiating out from it you'll see these little roots kind of sneaking out and trying to to grab these these guys that are kind of flying around sure so i'm going to burn a momentum to get an extra die uh it was a one so that's i needed one success in this one i got three so that puts us back up to six i will um i will burn i think two more momentum to inflict harm to increase my power on this spell uh so that i'm gonna spend so that'll put me up to with weird that'll put me up to eight all right so all right so what so basically what i'm trying to do is like root them this is that old root one yeah, so yeah. Is, do they have athletics lower than three Hmm. 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 Yes. Okay. So each creature who has, whose athletics is lower than the number of effects rolled uh, is ensnared and cannot take any physical actions other than trying to break free. Uh, that requires. There's two different options. So when it's your turn, I'll let you know. Um, but otherwise, they are. Uh, yeah, they are. They're ensnared and can't take physical actions. And that's it. Um, and then let me roll my cost as well. Uh, and you guys should be fine. It's just one effect this time. So it would be one mental stress. Very good. My turn? Yeah. I am going to spend one threat, and it becomes incorporeal, and it's going to break free of your mm. vines. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Tricky, tricky. They do have that ability. But it costs, it's cost me threat to ah, do it. It costs threat, yeah. It makes yeah, you're eating my threat up. Uh, yeah, that's going to be its action, essentially, mm -hmm. to pass through. Uh, okay, back over to you guys. Sergeant Morris, crush him. Yes, sir. There are three that are ensnared still or entangled. Of course. A pinball wizard. Let me find one I haven't attacked yet. You just don't like it up them. Nice. <laughs> okay. I'm ensnared, so I'm not going to be able to resist. I generated uh, a couple extra successes. I'll make sure that I'm hitting an extra person. <laughs> Why not? Yowza. And, uh... Actually, on this one, I'll just use the sword. <laughs> uh, you're going to kill the one that was already heavily injured with the sword. And you're also targeting one that has not been hit already, right? Mm -hmm. And you hurt a fresh one. As you run through that one, it screams and just kind of dissipates, and the vines go back down to the earth as this thing dissipates into a red mist, pl red plume of smoke. Uh, my turn. I will spend a threat to uh, unensnare another one. Back to you guys. Uh, is the one that just got injured still ensnared? Yes, it is. Yep. So, uh,. Captain Wolf will will lunge at it and try to pierce it through with the body. Sure. Yeah, go for it. 
And I will spend one point of momentum to get an extra die for that, if that's okay with everybody. I can't defend itself. Oh my god. I have successes. So Go I'll ahead and take, take all to, the momentum. Take us back up to six. And two extra for damage. Crap. Oh, excellent. Actually, I'm going to spend a fortune point and re-roll my dice that did not do any damage. I don't think we've ever seen anybody do that yet either. Nice. There, there we go. go. That's Ooh. more like it. Yes. Ten, da ten damage, two drain. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, how do you kill this one? Basically, the same thing. The, sword, the blade goes in, and you can see it resist as he's pulling it out, as it's it's almost screaming at this point in pleasure, as as it sucks this creature into the blade, and he fi it finally pops free. And again, Captain Ulrich has this weird smile on his face, but it's not reaching his eyes. Very good. With that, as you kill that one, there's only two left, and they're both injured. They both retreat back into the statues that they came out of, screaming. You can hear still screams echoing in this courtyard. Remember, there are dead German Noctwolf soldiers in here. They have the armbands with the paw laying about this area. But there's no other soldiers to be seen. You don't know if they were it or they've gone elsewhere. But you now have this puzzle in front of you. Oh, I am puzzling away. I know the secret sauce. He doesn't, but he is going to attempt. Do you? Nice. Yes! You know the secret sauce? Mm-hmm. Do you want to make more engineering rolls for that? Yeah, I do. Because you can start just start playing tunes and seeing something happen. Like, yeah. I've got an a, idea. Yeah, make, make me a roll. Just do an insight... Um, Definitely I'm just looking if there's one. anything else here. Not really. I think we it's probably insight stealth. Too, probably like urban or rural stealth. Oh yeah, you think so? What was that, Chef? Sorry. Uh, I mean, weren't weren't we given a hint about this? Uh, I can't remember if it was. Well, it's the tune NATO. of the guy, but we don't know the notes of the statue. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the key. Yeah, it was the key to the entry into the temple. Yeah, it didn't it didn't tell you like no the notes mm -hmm. to play or anything? Uh, just yeah. the handout. I was thinking we could Pavel could possibly create a truth using two of our six moment or two of our five momentum, um, and use like academia and something to uh, divine the right order for the music based on the information we have. It just says yeah, I mean, musical okay. columns tuned to specific notes. Why here? Hmm. Why? Yeah, I could. We could do academia. We could work that in as you're all working together to try and figure this out. Does anybody have a musical background? I mean, I have an intimate knowledge of cowbells. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> Alright, well, Henri's still gonna roll something because he's just, he was yeah, already sure, sure, winging yeah, away. Yeah, Even sure. if it's not gonna work, he. What do you want me to roll? Insight what? Academia? 
or observation. We can do observation here. Now that you figured it out, start observing. Okay, observation. Uh, it'll be too difficulty to try and figure out like the right order. You can start hitting them and whacking them. The like when you hit it, it's boom, and almost like a bell sound goes out from these columns. Oh my god! <laughs> no, 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 so you no, just you like do. run around like bong 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 bong. <laughs> You, you start, like, you hit them, you get the tune, you understand, like, which note each of them hit, and you sit there and you deduce, you pull out a piece of paper, you write musical notes on it, and you, in one fell swoop, you deduce, running from all six, like, bing, bong, bing, bong, bing, and as you do, the balls unlock and roll and fall into a different little recess, and as you, they do that, you hear, like, a clicking, unlocking noise with each one as you do so. And all of a sudden, a door where these two bulls are, are in the wall pushes back and opens into the secret stairwell leading deeper into this temple with your amazing roll. <laughs> nice. As Henri was doing that, uh, Captain Wolf would have been checking the knocked wolf bodies, mm. see if they had any written orders or call signs, unit identification, anything any intelligence information that might help us understand who they're here with, what the organization. Yeah, sure. Um, they're, they're running pretty light. You can tell just by going over the bodies and the belongings that this mission is probably off the books. Um, they shouldn't be here. So that these are just appear to be just grunts and they don't have like any orders or anything on them other than, you know, just standard issued gear. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start uh, I'm gonna look around and see which dead body best fits uh, their uniform would best fit me. Fit Ruby. Know. Yep. All right, they're all pretty much generally the same size, but you find the one that's probably closest to your um, to your build. It's gonna be a little baggy on you still, uh, but you find one that's closest. There are no remember there were no wounds on these guys, there's no bullet holes or anything. It looks like it was all mental anguish. They all had looks of terror on their faces when they died, so there's no blood or anything on any of these uniforms. They're all clean. So, um um whatchamacallit? Um can I go over to like Pavel and help him out with your mental your mental state, my friend? Yes, Pavel would have collapsed pretty embarrassingly on the ground after casting that twice and then the other one and just kind of be there. Color very slowly returning and he'll be like nuzzling Gregor a bit and everything. Just feeling very exhausted. Sergeant Morris. Yeah. You're a hell of a hard charging soldier. Well done. I mean... I felt pretty good about what went down there. That sword is cool. Nah, it's... Ah, maybe I'll tell you about that story later over drinks, but... You jumped in front of... Whatever the hell he is. Did you see the roots growing out of his face? What in the name of Sam Hill are two American soldiers doing in this group? I don't even want to know. But you did your job, and that's what matters. I don't ask questions... I just know what my job is. It's pretty easy, really. Just, just, just wait until he starts teleporting us. Oh yeah, that's great. It's crazy. It's it, amazing. It is the worst experience I have actually had this whole entire time. <laughs> Viva la France! And he starts stealthing into the 
uh, stairway. A guy. <laughs> you put low no hand. discipline. Lieutenant McKay, can you can you get Pavel on his feet? I'll see what I can. Rolling insight medicine, yes, I'm assuming. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's all like for scars and like stabilizing the dying. Right. All the all the rolls. There's no roll to help him get back. Like it just kind of takes time, and you get them back. Remember, can, like from uh, scene to scene, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you can you can remove stress with a will plus medicine test difficulty of two um, yeah. to catch your breath as a major action. But we're out of combat now, so yeah. Um, and that, that I'm what a- I, that's that's what I roll, or that that's what that's what Ruby rolls. That's someone else helping you. That would be Ruby okay. rolling yeah. will plus medicine. If you did it yourself, it's it's will plus resilience. Hmm. What is what do they get back? Like full stress. They get back or... uh, stress equal to the medicine skill. Um, Ruby's medicine skill is five. Whoa! That, that's enough. Yeah, <laughs> that'll bring me back. Excellent. They kind of like brush you off, make sure all your scarves and things are dirt free, and like clean up some spittle and stuff from the sides of your mouth. There you are, what my utterly. What happened? I blacked out. You were amazing. Oh my gosh. Helps him to his feet. Brushes them off. Let's go. Let's go. You were turning into a tree. I don't even want to... I don't want to know. Oh, I can tell you all about it if you like. Is it going to kill you? I mean, probably not. It might alter my existence at some point where I transcend this physical form and become something Captain else. Wolf just turns around and walks away. Like, <laughs> now, okay. not playing that game today. Let's, <laughs> let's move out. <laughs> like, So, like, you're going to turn into a tree at some point? No, 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 not really. Just at some point, you know, the power that's coursing through me will probably cause all of the atoms and such in my body to completely disintegrate me, and then my mind will be drifting into the elements somewhere. Possibly into the, your dreams at some point, you know, stuff like Captain that. Captain Wolf looks back over his soldier, not until after this mission is done. Then you can do whatever you want with your atoms. Well, not until at least like get my my sister married because like it, she's there's a I I don't I mean I could tell you about it but you don't seem interested so we'll wait. We let's follow the water. crazy Frenchman he's already ahead of us. I could teleport us up there to catch up with him and get in front of him. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so ahead of you. Thank you, Ruby. A pitch-black void lurks behind the now-open door. Oh, um, yeah, see through the dark, Naruto. I was right. like, you can see through the dark. The others need to light a lantern or a torch or something. And you're running Naruto-style into the dark. Yes. Your well, art. here's the thing. Like, when we were rooting around the dead bodies and such, did they have, like, a flashlight or, like, a Zippo? Ah, uh, you would have found lighters on them. Yeah, Zippos. 100%. No flashlights, but lighters. Definitely, all of them would have had a lighter. Without a question. Well, I'm sure one of us has got a flashlight, right? Somebody want to make a truth? Been, that you got a flashlight I, all of a sudden? Yes. Sure. Too I have a bunch Martin of cigarettes. Morris, you can break one of their femurs and wrap their clothes around it and then make a torch of their leg. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> that kind of time. 
I will. Uh, I'll spend one point, another point of fortune. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I've got a flashlight. All right. Oh. All right. Before we head down, I have to go to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> step away for five minutes here. We'll be right back. We will be back. Oh, we're back with audio now. Hello, everybody. Thank you for the brief, brief bathroom break. We normally don't take those, but hey, I needed to this time. Uh, 
let's keep going. So you guys are going to send. You all of a sudden have a flashlight now. You have Zippo lighters. And Henri is just Naruto running into the dark. Um, and, uh, Captain <laughs> Wolf has pulled out his uh, HDM pistol and, and sheathed his sword. So he's going down with a silenced pistol. Okay. So you guys head down and through the doorway, a set of steps venture down into the darkness. Um, they're not steeply cut. It's, it's like a gradual descent down. And it doesn't appear, just looking right now, there doesn't appear to be signs of wear. Um, as you travel down, it starts to twist and turn back on itself. And you keep on moving. And all of a sudden, you can see up ahead some lights, some dim lights shining. It doesn't look like natural lights, though, but it also doesn't look like torchlight. It's just this kind of like calming white light you can see up ahead. Flashlight goes off, puts it away. Holsters the pistol, pulls the carbine up. Yeah. Henri, you going in first? You stealthing? You just... Hell uh, yeah! Naruto, Naruto running? Stop. <laughs> parkour! Parkour! <laughs> Why do you say parkour? He's like, he's like jumping over like pebbles. Alright, do your stealth run, please. Uh, sure. I'll, <laughs> I'll spend a momentum to hopefully get us a momentum. Uh, it's agility, right? Stealth? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I have all the folk guys, so I don't have to ask you, is this urban or rural? There. Wow. There it is. All right. So you sneak, sneak up ahead, move silently, and you see this. All of a sudden, there's this semi-circular chamber in front of you where this light's coming from. And it appears to be coming from um, a collection of, like, burnished metal discs set into the ceiling. And it looks like like constellation patterns, almost. So it's almost like the night sky uh, is up above you and shining down. You can, uh, you, you, you are in Tibet. Go ahead and make me a reason science or a reason survival test, if you will. Is this uh, difficulty one? Yeah, yeah. Reason, survival, or what? Reason, science. I, I believe in science. There's not a science skill. What? It's listed in the. <laughs> it's listed in the module. It's under not... academia. Yeah. Uh, so under... do academia. Oh. Academia. So reason, academia, or yeah. reason, survival. Okay. Uh, I'll spend one, one, success. one success. to do survival. Okay. You look at this, and this reminds you of the constellations and the stars in the sky you saw in Tibet. It's actually identical to it. And if everybody who is there remembers, those constellations that you, when you looked up in the sky did not match any known constellations to man that we've observed. So this, these patterns and lights and constellations on the roof of this room um, are a co copy of what you saw in your time in Tibet in that, in that um, valley that Sterling Lama lives in. And there's just the constellations. There's no nothing else. There's is there a pathway or doorway? Oh yeah, it continues on. There's a like a door, like a pathway carved on the other side. This is just a semicircular room. I'm gonna parkour across. Of course, with the extra will. two momentum 
don't spend your momentum. Completely unnecessary. Well, I got four successes. Oh, okay. So completely unnecessarily parkouring to get all the way to the other side. Okay. All right. All right. There's Fine. no such thing as unnecessary parkouring. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's always necessary. It's always necessary. You continue on, and there are more steps cut into the rock. You keep going, and it leads down. And as you continue down, it opens up into another room. There's no light in here, but you can see it with your weird raccoon eyes or whatever you've got to help you see in the dark <laughs> and uh <laughs> leading down into a room where there appears to be a platform against a far wall um and the rest of the room has been carved into like terraced seating like so it's like like um like an auditorium or lecture hall sort of thing so it's staggered seating and on the platform that you see on the other side of the room it appears to be a stone table or altar of some kind with nine brass lamps on it. They're not lit, um, but there are lamps on there. And you also see uh, behind the table, on the rear wall, it is covered with a massive relief. And it has same sort of animals that or are the exact same animals that were depicted in the courtyard with the different columns and statues and everything else. Is there balls? There are no balls. But if, would you like to examine things a little closer? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're... Yeah, sure, the others fine. are going to stagger in. Yeah, I'll go parkour necessarily again. <laughs> and again, there's nobody the... else in this room. It's just you. There's no lights. Across um, the stadium stairs. You go over to the to the table and the lamps, and you, you pick up a lamp, and you start looking at it. And it appears that on the bottom or underneath each of the lamps, there's a carved gem similar to those on the pillars in the, or columns, in the courtyard of this temple. Do I recall which pillars had which gems? You, with As your, I am the with your crazy roll, I'm going to say yes, because you had, what, three successes or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, and you, you notice that these gems, you can actually push them in, and they make, like, a clicking noise. Does it look like the, either by pushing them in, or either removing them does it look like you could then put the lamps on the relief in yes, some way that would match on the it? table okay yeah yeah exactly then he will start with his memory start going by and inserting each lamp sure so as the rest of you enter this auditorium like room you see honoree picking up lamps clicking things putting them down methodically and just as he puts the last one down all of a sudden this little alcove <laughs> opens up on that relief, that wall with the relief on it behind the table in front of you, Henri. It's just a small little alcove, and inside you see a sandalwood box, probably about a meter in length. Three three and a half feet for my non-metric friends. About the size of my baguette, okay. About the size of your baguette. Maybe there's a the, the lost baguette of Atlantis in there. <laughs> Uh, he will, uh, yeah, he'll just grab the box. He's not going to open it, but he'll grab it and kind of maybe put it on the, the, the table out in front of everybody. Sure. Ha ha. Kid, you're good. You're good, kid. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but you're good. I am going to open it. He opens it. All right. Inside. The box. You can see there's an object wrapped in cloth, silk, actually, and it's white. 
The silk is white like the day it was made. There's no dust. It's not yellowed over time and age. There's no... And nothing on it. No discoloration. You unwrap it slowly, and he reveals a strange-looking object. It appears to be almost like some sort of primitive handheld grenade launcher of some sort when looking at it. You see it's some sort of weapon. The stock is made out of a colorless glass or polished rock crystal. There are engravings swirling uh, of lines all the way down it, resembling like tongues of fire. Uh, approximately halfway along its length, just before it joins the weapon's barrel, the stock curves slightly so. Uh, overall, the shape is very uh, reminiscent of like a, like a swimming fish, with uh, complete with tail and everything. The barrel of this weapon is made of an unusual red metal. And um, it's been cast in the shape of a horse's head with a stiff, spiky mane and wide, glaring eyes made of rubies and set in it. Uh, where there should be a mouth, there's only per, uh, a protrusion, uh, or no, a, a yeah, protrusion uh, that could be more flames, but could also be flattened tentacles uh, coming out of it. Jammed firmly inside the horse's mouth is a large golden crystal. So looking it over a little further, um, it looks like there should be some other component attached to the side of the barrel and stock. Um, but it seems to have been removed. Almost like a trigger mechanism is almost missing. And it also looks like whatever was there previously like was broken off. There's signs it was smashed off. Mm. There's also damage to the barrel of the weapon itself. It almost looks like it's been burned or with acid. Or corroded with acid. And looking it over, it doesn't look like this weapon could fire any any anymore. Um, Pavel, you've studied the Book of the Machine. This thing, you've seen writings of it. You've seen, you've read about it in the in Ehrlichman's journal. This is the Agnea Weapon of Flame that uh, oh, Henri is holding. And that little statue that points at the Paladians, it is pointing straight at, at Pavel right now, that statue that Ruby has. This is it. This is it. But it's broken. Well, well, there there was talk. There's two here. Aren't we supposed to find two things here? The other one's in Persia. Damn statue. You oh, missed that last week. The other mind. one's in Persia. Oh, very fair. Yeah, that was the cup of Yem. Yep, cup of Yema. Oh. Well, we can spread out here and see if whatever's missing from this thing is around here, but looks pretty sparse to me. Hmm. And quick ones over won't hurt. It's fair. So are there any other doors or anything leading out of this particular room? No, this, it just ends here. You can, you can roll to try and find like secret doors or anything like that. A baguette launcher, yes, a baguette launcher. Mm -hmm. so that's, that's pretty much what you described to me. I don't know what <laughs> other people were listening. You can do an, an inside observation, see if there's anything else of interest in this this room, this lecture hall. Mm. One success. Yep. Uh, this seems to be it. Or two successes, you, sorry. You've, oh, you guys are at max momentum. Let's give you a chance to buy some more, get some more momentum here. Yeah, it seems like this is it. You've you've hit the end of this temple, 
And this is um, the last stop. Some sort of ancient old lecture hall. Where this item, does, this treasure the, was hidden away. The the book explain what this is supposed to do? Or is it just broken and we just carry it with us? <laughs> so I know it's called the Weapon of the Flames, right? Look at this. Uh, what was it called? Ig Igia? Ignea? So it's called Ignea. Ignea. The, the weapon of the flames, and then because you said there were kind of flames on it too, and it there are flames, yeah, engraved on it, yeah. Right, but it is missing a mechanism. Is there any any check Pavel might be able to uh, to roll with memory of the Book of Machines about um, like why the acid might be on it? Like, is it something that is involved with the the like the weapon itself, or is it like? Um, I will make you roll. There would have been nothing written about that. It looks like somebody's tampered with or sabotaged okay. it. Like this, someone has mm. has done this on purpose to the weapon. Hmm. Does it look recent? Uh, it does not. No, this looks like it was done a long time ago. Okay. Well, my orders never said that any of these things had to actually do anything. We just had to get him and get Pavel wherever he's got to go to do whatever hoodoo it is he's going to do, so... Looks like it's time to head it back out. All right. All, All right. right. I will okay. keep my uh, mobile baguette maker. The, the only other thing you would have gleaned from the, the book of the machine from this item is its vast destructive powers and how it played mm. a great part in the destruction of Atlantis. So you can just based mm. off your knowledge of that, of what you read, um, you can kind of understand why someone may have done this on purpose so that it may not be unleashed again on mankind. Yeah. Pavel would explain everything he has read so far. But it, is, it is clear that someone felt the power of this thing was, was too much. It was too much. It could def if it could defeat the city of the ancients, then, well, it would be very powerful now, I would think. Well, then it's probably a good thing that it's not working. Some egghead back in Washington or Berlin probably get their hands on it and blow a whole damn city up or something. I mean, let's be fair. We would do that way before they did. Well, I mean, of course, our ingenuity would get us there first, but still not the right thing to do. Who would, who would blow up an entire city? That seems that seems very foolish. I mean, it depends on the city. That's okay. That's fair. I can name a few that I would. <laughs> I've I've heard of um what is this place um Don't. is it is it New Jersey? Uh, <laughs> I forgot right, no one knew out. about any places in France, so why would they suggest one of those cities? <laughs> <laughs> New France, New France, yeah. <laughs> Blow up New France. Uh, yeah. So you guys heading on out? You've found everything in here. You found another piece, one of the Paladians, but unfortunately, this one, uh is not functioning but you have it mm. and you can keep it out of the hands of the nazis so you guys make your way back up and out and um Henri, i'm assuming are you leading the way once again through the dark running oui, naruto oui. Run. so <laughs> naruto run your way outside and you walk outside and as your eyes are adjusting to the light behind one of the statues steps out and the rest of you follow shortly behind Honoré, a tall bespectacled indian gentleman wearing a rather uh 
overdressed for the setting pinstripe suit. And he steps forward, and he's got a cane in one hand, hat on his head, and he starts to speak, but as he does so, he is jostled out of the way by a beautiful woman in a torn, bloodied red sari. Um from also behind steps from behind the statue and she says i demand you hand over what you found down there immediately and the man looks very displeased like as he's still like about to say something hand over whatever you found i did not find anything i have a bunch of bread would you like some bread you hear ma'am i don't know who you are but this is an official allied mission so you need to move out of the way. Or else what? She has like a wild-eyed look. Or else Sergeant Morris here is going to move you out of our way. With that, she sort of just like set, lets out a call. And all of a sudden you see these women start appearing up on the walls with bows drawn all around you. Knocked wolf soldiers step out in the courtyard all around you, and you're suddenly faced by a great number of foes. And the uh, the, the Indian gentleman again says, uh, "Hand over what you found down there. It is ours. There's no no use to resist. We have already captured, tied up, disposed of your comrades who came with you. They were no match against us." Um, e Pavel, you should hand over that the cyclone-like thing that you found down there. <laughs> cyclone-like thing? I don't remember a cyclone-like thing. That's just let me see. Uh, wink, me. wink. Maybe refresh your magical memory. My no, I seriously don't remember a cyclone thing. Is your name Durga, by the way? Is that uh, we're speaking to she, be right? Enough. No, my name is Davika, and I am the leader of the oh. Sisters of Durga, Brides of Durga. Oh, got it. That's cool. Very cool. And you yes, will die yes. if you do not hand over what you found down there. She's got a bow slung over her shoulder, and she's got this this big, like, like almost like mace-like thing, a spiked mace and you see all of the the brides are carrying them also and you've got all the the knocked wolf these are knocked wolf you can see their armbands they all have weapons drawn um at you and um the man with the cane you see also on on his belt you see a sword hanging there and he draws a fencing saber as she says that um so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm going to go to um um captain wolf and be like uh maybe we should friend um, I'll I'll create a a, dis- a distraction. You maybe you should call the uh, the the blue the blue hats, you know, you know, and she'll she'll like drop drop her knife in her and whatnot and um, raise her hands and spin around. And go, oh Mother Jura, we are thy children through thy grace and by thy influence. Maybe become fit for the great work for the great ideal. Mother, destroy our smallness, and I'll go down on my hands and knees and like grovel at her feet. Um, our selflessness, our fear, and she'll continue to go on and on about the the prayer to uh, to Durga the Great, right? Do you know? Uh, do you know a prayer, or are you just making one up? I can I can continue it if you want. <laughs> oh, Mother Durga, enter our bodies in thine yogic strength. 
we shall become thine instruments, thy sword slaying all evil, thy lamp dispelling all ignorance. Fulfill thy yearning of thy young children. Oh, mother! She just says, enough, open fire. <laughs> and you see all of the brides of Durga raise their bows as they prepare to open fire on the five of you. Uh, all right, Pavel. The red hat people. <laughs> These aren't red hats. These are. No. Oh, you're talking about the uh, the warriors. Yeah, call, call for the blue warriors of the north. Yes. Captain North. I mean, Captain Wolf looks up. He's like, I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> we call forth <laughs> the blue warriors of the north. Jesus H. <laughs> I love it. But. I'm that, so that glad you did guy, that. He's not going to help you with that. They're they're totally different. Like you know, cr you're crossing lines there. But no, no, it's it's fine. Yeah, strangely enough, the H stands for Henri. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> Is he also French? Oh. Maybe. Hmm. I believe so. You know, they talk about breaking bread. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe bread was just short for baguette because they had to put it so many times it got annoying or something. <laughs> All right. Well, Wait, are we supposed to be fighting them? You yeah. call for help. I mean, like this, yeah. like, you call for help. You give them these monologues. They're ready to fight. You call for help. Um, I think we should end here. I know we're a little mm. early, but there's no point in starting another combat. And That's fair. Moving on. I will say this is this is like the end of India here. So we will definitely be ending India next session and moving okay. on to uh, Persia. That's for sure. So our fortune. Fortune. Yeah, use that fortune next time. Don't sit on it because you know it's the end yeah. of the chapter. All right. Cool. We got some combat. We fought some things that we didn't need to fight. Now, some of these guys, when we took our break, that uh, they could have used the columns and it would have gotten rid of those creatures. But we did it the hard way and we fought them all one by one until they ran away scared. Um, yeah. Let's do the round table here. Jeff, what do you got going on? Yeah, tomorrow night, twitch.tv slash the lollygaggers. We are playing Mothership, continuing our run through Gradient Descent module. Uh, Saturday, we're doing One Ring Second Edition. Uh, Monday, we should be back to Deadlands uh, for Savage Worlds. And we have a new game on Tuesdays that our friend Steven's running for us, uh, Haunted West. It's another one of those uh, spooky, weird West uh, games uh, by uh, Darker Hue Studios. Woo -woo -woo. We got? Uh, Megan, what do you got going on for games and such? And also, happy birthday, more importantly. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, happy. Well, I, I have nothing else other than it's my birthday. Okay. We played Burgo Bros 2 the other week. We did. It was pretty amazing. Did oh you enjoy? Yes, I did. I had a dream about it the other night. Actually. <laughs> Whoa, that's good. That left a good impression. Burgle Bros too. I had fun. I hadn't played the second one yet, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, Aaron, what do you got going on? Uh, well, on Garblag on Monday, uh, binge running City of Mist, I believe. On Tuesday, Millie should be back for Coriolis. Wednesday is the season finale of season three of Once Upon a Time in the Old World, our Warhammer Fantasy uh, roleplay fourth edition. Um, Thursday, I believe next Thursday, they will be starting the one ring that Lewis is running, and then we'll be back here Thursday night. That's right. Jeremy, tell me about this Patreon. We'll like grab the link. Yeah. For it. Aaron Reese on Patreon. You've got comics, maps, tokens, uh, RPG assets, good stuff. Awesome. And Evan, anything? Something? No. 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 <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. 
I just want to say we're gonna have a we're gonna have a, a an announcement coming soon regarding Actoon Cthulhu here on the channel in the coming weeks. So you bet definitely stay tuned for that. We have something exciting coming up that's Actoon Actoon Cthulhu related here um, that'll be happening in November. So stay tuned. Should be fun. But other than that, have a great week, everybody, and we will see you next week Thursday.